Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's KFI AM 640, and you're listening to The Conway Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, we had Alex Michelson on with us. We had Alex Stone on in the first hour. That was great. I don't know how we can compete with that hour. I don't know why we should have to either. You know, we did one great hour. We should be able to coast for an hour and then do another decent hour at six. And It all averages out to pretty awesome either way. Yeah, well, look, if we do a great hour, four to five, then we do a crappy hour, five to six, all right. and then an average hour, six to seven. We're, we're even Steven. Five hundred. The, the show is a roller coaster. Five hundred. Yes, right. And we, and and we started going down the hill. Now we got to go back up. Right. You know. Then this the hour is just hands up. That's right. Is it better to be in front or the or the rear? Either uh, one. Well. Well, I don't know. Your predilection, I suppose. But you know, in the front of the roller coaster, when you get to the top of the hill. You know, the peak of it. What do you call it uh, in theater? The denouement? Oh. Um, and then you go down. You have to wait for the back of the ass end of that car to come up and go down. Before you really start feeling it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the back end, man, you get pulled over that hump. Yeah, it's. I guess it kind of depends on what you're, you know, if, you, if you're in the front, you get the view, but you ain't getting the ride. Yeah. You, know, you ain't getting yep. the feel as much. The yeah. back end, man, you're feeling all of it. You know, the wooden roller coaster at Knott's Berry Farm. My my daughter, I'm not a big roller coaster guy with my my uh, my back issues. I'm sorry, but she said, "Hey, she goes, come on, Dad, let's just go on." I'm like, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to say no and be one of those, you know, grandfathers who's sitting on a bench. So I said, "Okay, so if I'll go on with you, so I go on with her." That thing lasted about 18 minutes. Yeah, man. God, that is, that's one of the rougher roller coasters. Go, Ghost Rider, if you got a bag. Ghost Rider. Yeah. That is a sick ride. Yeah. Oh my God, it never. It'll stops. get you. Yeah. It, it just when you think it's over, it's just getting started. Ghost Rider, and it goes on and on and on, and then you get and you're like, okay, finally it's done. We're going up again. Bang! <laughs> Off to the races. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, so, uh, Alex Michelson, I busted his balls saying he was a West Side, you know, Craig's liberal kind of uh, nut. And I said, uh, he's probably calling from Craig's restaurant where he eats lunch every day. And then he sent a picture of his lunchbox. He brings his lunch every day in a lunch pail. He calls it a lunch pail. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, I, I'm still uh, skeptical of that. I bet the food inside is from Craig's inside that lunch pail. And, and then he says this, ha, 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 I wish, love their bread. That's great. I knew it. I knew it. One of these, uh, you know, West Side, you know, crazies, where he knows how good the bread is at Craig's. He's a Craig's guy. He's a Craig's guy. Don't let him fool you. Don't let him fool you. He's a uh, big Craig's guy. Huge, huge Craig's guy. All right, let's get into uh, Drew Barrymore and Bill Maher. They both are saying uh, F it to the union and F it to writers. And they're going back with their show. So 
I don't know, a lot of uh, mixed emotion out there, but a lot of anger, lots of anger. A big question in Hollywood, when will high-profile talk shows come back? Getting some answers this morning amid the ongoing writer and actor strikes. The first late-night show now returning. Bill Maher announcing overnight that, quote, real time is coming back. Unfortunately, sans writers are writing. Maher adding, the writers have important issues that I sympathize with and hope they are addressed to their satisfaction. But they are not the only people with issues, problems, and concerns. I wonder, I wonder if the writers on Bill Maher's show are going to get paid like under the table uh, or Bill's going to pay him. It'd be weird if everybody on the show was getting paid except the writers. Uh, I know they're not, they can't show up to work. Isn't Bill Maher a writer with the WGA? Yes, I think he is. Well, let me check with my, uh, let me check the database. We're still. Let me check the database of the writers at the WGA. Yes, thank you. <laughs> how's, it, how's it looking? How, how great is that? Uh, Tim, isn't Bill Maher in the Writers Guild and uh, credited a uh, single screen towards the rear of the program on his HBO show as a credited writer for his show? Oh, my God almighty. Is that how I sounded, Tim? <laughs> Is that what I said? <laughs> Boy, everybody's getting it tonight, huh? Everybody Every, gets a piece. Alone, Alex. Everybody gets a piece. Craig's, Alex. I'm on a muscle relaxer that has me breathing fire. <laughs> I hate everybody. Everybody. We're still writing things on cards. Is that Bill? We're still writing things on cards. Who's that? That's Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, that's Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, that's okay. All right, that's cool. We're still writing things on cards. And many daytime talk shows are back in production. From The View, which never stopped production, to Drew Barrymore, Jennifer Hudson, and reportedly The Talk. Wait a minute. So The View can't get down on Bill Maher and Drew Barrymore. They've been they've been in session and... and Produced that show since day one. They never went on strike. All employee unionized writers, but during the strike, The View and Barrymore Show have pledged not to use WGA members. Well, you can do a show like The View without any writers, obviously. Leading to backlash from the Writers Guild. The Actors Union SAG AFTRA says Barrymore is free to host her show. The actress herself posting, I own this choice, and that she's in compliance with strike rules. With no sign of resolution to the strikes, you, the viewer, will also pay a price this fall, with many of your favorite TV shows and movies missing in action. Dozens of productions have been shuttered, like highly anticipated movie sequels to Mission Impossible, Deadpool, and Gladiator. Wait a minute, they can't do a Mission Impossible? Sequels to Mission Impossible, Deadpool, and Gladiator. Oh, no. Why don't they just take the last Mission Impossible and slap a new Roman numeral on it? Isn't it the same thing? Actually, it's over. a part two, so it's kind of what they are. Oh, they probably already shot it anyway. Mm. You know, uh, all right, that's wild. Okay. All right, we'll come back and talk a little more about Drew Barrymore and Bill Maher. They're going back to work, everybody. And I think that might be a trend. We'll ask Billy Ray about that at 630. Is that going to be a problem for the union? If some of these, you know, all of a sudden next week, there's another three shows that announced they're going back. And when will the first late night show, you know, outside of Bill Maher and outside of um, uh, what's his name on Fox? Gutfeld, Greg Gutfeld. Um, but when will, you know, Channel 2, 4, 7, uh, you know, the three big networks and their late night shows, who will be the first one to go back? And will they get, you know, the wrath that uh, Drew Barrymore and Bill Maher are getting? Who knows? We'll find out. Billy Ray at 630. We'll talk to him about it. I'm sure he's got an opinion. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. 
All right, Bill Maher is going back to work, and so is Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore and Bill Maher. They said F it to the strike. We're going back to work. And, man, are they taking a lot of heat. A lot of heat for these decisions. Like highly anticipated movie sequels to Mission Impossible. Yeah, can't do the Mission Impossible without the writers. Deadpool and Gladiator. Their release is pushed to next year at the earliest. Mm. On the TV side, new seasons of popular shows like Stranger Things. Hey, uh, Crozier, you're a big streamer fan. You, you watch God Almighty everything. There's never been a show that you haven't seen every episode of. I've got about a season and a half to go on Homeland, which is a fantastic show. What is the one show that that you really are going to miss or you really can't do without? The one show, if you had to say, screw it to all the others. Oh, you mean that's currently still in production but yeah. not going because of the writing? Yeah. Oh, man, that's a toughie. Uh, um, I'm going to go with um, uh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker, what is that about? That's on HBO. It's a, it's a DC Marvel, or not Marvel, but a DC comic thing. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. It's really, really good. It's very adult. But Who's it's really, the superhero? Really uh, uh, it, John Cena. Oh, it is. Peacemaker, yeah. And what does he dress, do you, uh, what does he dress up as? Um, Like this really American, like uber American dude. And yeah. His, his uh, sidekick is is a giant eagle named Eagly. Oh, that's great. Uh, it's 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 hilarious. You, you would uh, really find it funny, but it is very adult. Uh, and the boys on Amazon. This is another sort of uh, same sort of genre thing. Fantastic writing, dude. Don't get pissed at me. All right, okay. But your wife called and said you're. She's worried you're starting to dress like John Cena <laughs> in the Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get pissed at her either, uh, dude. Just own it. That you. You, know, you got to watch it. You got to be careful, please. We don't want to lose you. All right. Please. Emily in Paris, Abbott Elementary in Yellowstone, now delayed for months. You see what you've been missing? Production on the Game of Thrones prequel has been shut down. It was back in May that WGA writers walked off the job, followed by SAG-AFTRA actors in July. After talks collapsed with the AMPTP, the group representing major studios, including NBC Universal's parent company, Comcast. The battle here over wage increases, residuals in the streaming era, and the use of artificial intelligence. SAG-AFTRA President Fran Drescher pledging to stay the course. All right, we know about the strike. Let's get back to Bill Maher and Drew Barrymore. That is going to change. All right, they're just going to go on and talk about the strike. All right, here's Drew Barrymore in a very emotional Drew Barrymore because she said she was coming back to do her show and she didn't realize how many people were going to get down on her for that and she can't handle it. It's hard to make decisions from that place. <laughs> well... So all I can say is that I wanted to accept responsibility. And no, I don't have a PR machine behind this. My decision to go back to the show, I didn't want to hide behind people. So I won't. And I won't polish this with bills and whistles and publicists and corporate rhetoric. I'll just stand out there and accept and be responsible. <sighs> There's a huge question of the why. Why am I doing this? <laughs> well, um, I certainly couldn't have expected this kind of attention. Wait, she didn't expect a, a negative attention? I on don't going, understand that on, at all. On cranking your show back up in the teeth of a, of a strike? This is someone strikes? who was born into this industry. Yes, that's right. Man, oh man, did she miscalculate this, huh? I certainly couldn't have expected this kind of attention. We aren't going to break rules and we will be 
in compliance. I wanted to do this because, as I said, this is bigger than me and there are other people's jobs on the line. And since launching live in a pandemic, I just wanted to make a show that was there for people in sensitive times. And I weighed the scales and I thought if we could go on during a global pandemic and everything that the world has experienced through 2020, why would this sideline us? Wait a minute. So she, oh God, this is, this is great. <laughs> exactly. This is so great. She thinks that, that she helped people through the pandemic with this show and that it's bigger than her. The world needs the Drew Barrymore show to come back. Good God almighty, what happened? And I weighed the scales and I thought if we could go on during a global pandemic and everything that the world has experienced through 2020, why would this sideline us? Yeah, why would a, why would a strike with writers sideline us? Yeah, why would all the people that work for me? Yeah, why would those creative people care? Why would this sideline us? So I want to just put one foot in front of the other and make a show that's there for people regardless of anything else that's happening in the world. Because that's when I think we all need something that wants to be there, being very realistic in very realistic times. So that is my why. There you go. She can't, it, it, well, now she can't complain that she uh, plead ignorance. Now she knows how a lot of people feel and she's still doing it. So it, she just, uh, it doesn't, she, right. like she said, she's waited and she just doesn't care about that side. And you, as a writer in the Writers Guild, you have to turn the heat up on her, and Bill Maher's going to feel it as well, yeah. to deter other people from doing this. But Bill Maher doesn't care. He's worth yeah. $140 million. That's the funny thing about it. It's like, Bill Maher just says, I don't care. And, and Drew Barrymore pleads, I care. But yeah. you're still doing it. So d shut up then. She should have the, have the, uh, the uh, cojones. Right, exactly. If you're going to do it, own up to it and Just say, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, Don't like act Bill so Maher. hurt when other people are mad at her. Yeah, but Bill Maher's worth, I think, like 150 or $200 million. So he doesn't care what people think about him. Yeah. He's got FU money. They're, they're they're worth. I think I read that, that like she's worth 120, or and he's worth is 100, that right? 140. Wait, Drew Barrymore's worth 120 million dollars. One's 140, one's 120. Oh my something god! Like that. they, they, that's wild. I thought she was broke. She has a production company, and she produced those Charlie's Angels movies that were hugely successful. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was busted out. Mm -mm. Uh, who else? Somebody... Oh, and she has, I think, a cosmetic line as well. Well, good for her. God bless her. <laughs> You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Bill Marr. I was wrong about his net worth. I said 140. 140 million. I was off by 50 million dollars. Bill Maher's net worth is 190 million dollars. His annual salary from HBO, which I partially pay for with my HBO or my Max, man, give me the Max, is uh, 26 million dollars a year. He owns 11 percent of the Mets. 
The New York Mets. That's crazy. I see it. The first thing I see come up said 140, but then after that, I saw another one that said 190. Isn't that wild? Yeah. But who you're asking? He's got to be pissed. You know, they put all that money into the Mets this year, and they were out of it by, like, <laughs> July. Maybe maybe that's the $50 million difference. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> he has um, $60 million in investments. What else does he got here? Oh, he's got a house in New York that is uh, an apartment in New York, 8,700 square feet. Luxury home in New York City, 8,700 square feet. For one guy, one guy. He doesn't have a wife, doesn't have kids. He's just one man band. 8,700 square feet. 10 bathrooms. Persian style interior. Two plunge pools. In case one plunge pool is getting repaired, he has the second plunge pool. Twice as it says in this article right here on CAKnowledge.com. Bill Maher has twice the fireplaces as KFI news anchor Michael Crozier. Hey, now. Isn't that wild that they know how many fireplaces you have? <laughs> he has six fireplaces in his house. He just bought a Rolls Royce Ghost. I'll take half his money. All right. Uh, he bought a Rolls Royce Ghost. I guess that's a high-end Rolls Royce for $550,000. And um, he owns stock. Here are the stocks that Bill Maher owns. Tesla, General Electric, AT&T, FedEx, and Pepsi. Old school. Except for uh, Tesla. All those companies have been around for a long, long time. So, so when he says he's going back to work, and people are like, oh, you're a rat. I've known you since 1978. You're a piece of crap. That whole run. He could care less. Could care less. And he's got a lot of money. I don't believe he has these, the amount of money that John Bellio thought that Sharon Bellio had when they met. Yeah. Do you know? Do you have any idea? Have you ever had that discussion with your husband on how wealthy he thought you were when you met? A lot wealthier than I am. Okay, because I you worked that. for the Lakers. Yeah. Did he think you were a millionaire? No, no, he didn't think I was a millionaire. But he thought you were... Uh, he like... thought I was way better than I was. <laughs> Let's put it that way. He didn't know a you were... A 10,000 air. Right, he didn't know you were broke. Well, I'm not broke, but I'm not wealthy. But when you met him, were you near broke or... or... Would it make the story better if no, I was No, 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 I, I, I want the truth. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. I Well, uh, I was... You know, I was like everyone else, just like managing, just trying to get ahead in I've, life. It's no, there's no shame at that in, at, at all. Uh, I feel like that every day when I go out. I feel like I'm just getting by. You know, I, I keep looking. You know, I have a I have a setting on my. I'm with uh, Bank America. Um, they're probably real proud of that, right? I got nine cents with them. Uh, you know, I'm I'm making uh, Bank America. I keep them afloat, of course. Um, but I have a setting on my online banking where every Sunday night at seven o'clock they send me the balance of my checking account, and my savings account. I gotta shut that off. Depressing. Because sometimes it's down, like from one week to another. Like, wait a minute, I lost money this week. 
How'd you how'd you lose money, Tim? Well, you have a wild addiction to gambling at the track, Tim. Have you have you heard your show? Have you have you listened at all? Wildly out of control uh, addiction to the racetrack, and you cannot win because you're not a good handicapper. Easy, 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 buddy. God Almighty, how does that sting? That really does sting. Um, all right, a celebration in downtown. Is this the beginning of? Um, I think Mexican Independence Day is the beginning of Hispanic Heritage, Heritage Month yeah. in the United States. So they don't start at September 1st to October 1st. Nope. They go September 15th through October 15th. It is the 81st annual one. Wow. Yeah, it's the El Grito is what it's called. What is it called? El Grito. El Grito. And so, so they're going to... Um, so they're encroaching a little bit on breast cancer month. Oh. They're going to take uh, 15 days out of breast cancer month and compete with that. That's tough to compete with. Man, everybody goes pink on breast cancer awareness. Like the NFL, Major League Baseball, right. hockey, uh, basketball. Why, why don't we do that? Why don't we, uh, you know, with pink shoes and hats and, you know, it can all look like, uh, you know, Crozier for a day. I'm good. All right. Um. Mm -hmm. Did you see the guy, the homeless guy who built that condo on the beach? No. Oh, this is a great story. We're going to get the details. The guy got scaffolding and he built himself on the on a cliff. He built himself a house like a homeless guy. And he's the king of all homeless guys. Yeah, right. and, and I looked it up. He's got a net worth of $728. <laughs> Which beach? I don't know where it is. Ah. It looks like it's in Northern California. We're, we're uh, trying to figure out where this beach is. But he's the king of, he's like literally like the Bill Gates of homeless guys. <laughs> he's worth $724, $748 million. $748. He's worth $748. And he built himself a condo on a, on a beach somewhere. Guy's got it going on. You know, he's not drinking and smoking his life away. He's building himself a palace uh, with scaffolding on a beach. That's a great guy. Let's, let's see if we can get that guy in as a guest. That guy's got it going on. <laughs> the Bill Maher of homeless guys. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. Hey, if you're a horse better, you like betting the horses. I got an email today. Hey, Tim, thank. Uh, I think your back is sore from carrying out those bags of money you won at Santa Anita. Yeah, that must be it. Today at Churchill Downs, a trifecta, 50 cent trifecta. Look it up on race uh, four, the fourth race at Churchill Downs, which is in uh, Ow. which is in Kentucky. And the first place horse went off at 91 to one, paid $185 to win. So if you had $2 to win on it, they'd given you $185 back. Now, here's where it gets interesting. The $2 exacta, 10, three. Those are my numbers. Wouldn't have played it though. I don't often play 90 to one shots. That's how you go broke. But the $2 exacta paid $2,000. The 50 cent trifecta for 50 cents. If your numbers are 10, 3, 8, you put up 50 cents, five dimes, two quarters, 10 nickels, and say, hey, give me a 10, 3, 8, 50 cent trifecta. The guy would have given you a ticket. Your horses came in, 1038. You'd have cashed your ticket in, and he would have given you back 50 cents, your original bet, plus 
$33,222 for a 50 cent bet. We move on. The Superfecta. If you had the first four horses in that race, 10, 3, 8, 7. Are those your numbers? 10, 3, 8, 7. You give them a dime, 10 pennies, two nickels. And they would have given you back $10,616 for a 10 cent bet. 10 cents would have gotten you more than $10,000. That's why people go. That's why people go. Once in a lifetime shot. You can bet a dime. You can go out there and just bet dimes all day. And you could win a lot of money. Look, that's 100. <clears throat> I'll tell you what that is. You know what the odds of that are? If that if that bet, and that bet is right, it paid 10000 let me do a quick calculation here for you. $10,616. Multiply that by 10. So it's 106,000 to 1. Those are the odds that that would happen. 106,000 to 1. And it happened. And if you put up 10 cents, you would have gotten back 10,616 bucks. But a lot of people bet a dollar on that. So if you bet a dollar superfecta, cost you $1, 10387. And you would have gotten back a hundred thousand, hundred and six thousand dollars, a hundred and six thousand dollars for that one bet. That is wild. What a day at the races! You know, I'm actually losing money coming in here. I could have been at the races betting that kind of money. Wouldn't you have to make the right picks, picks though? Uh, you get Isn't in, that a part of it. You always get into technicalities <laughs> so quickly. You know. <laughs> That's just the way you are. I guess my OCD. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, but let's see what the uh, the pick, uh, man, these these horses, this paid like a phone book out there today. Look what it paid here. And the the pick three paid, uh, oh, I guess it's only paid 215 bucks. But man, that's a wild, that's a wild number. For a dime, you get that back $10,000. That's great. Okay. Although I think they take taxes out at that point. Ah. I think you have to. What is it? Oh, it's like 600? Dance is with Uncle Sam. I think it's six. Yeah, it's 600 to one. I think it's something like that. Not an arbitrary number. Isn't that, been that, hasn't that, hasn't that been the number forever? But there's a way to split that up. You know, uh, you don't uh, you don't throw all your money onto one ticket. You can split that up. Um, so instead of betting a dollar superfecta, mm. you bet a dime a dime, a dime, a dime. You bet. You bet individual tickets. So, so it's not. It gives some relief. It's not cumulative. Like if you won 200, 200, 200, it doesn't. Well, but, like an annual cumulative. No, because let's say you bet a two dollar uh, trifecta box, yeah. and it paid two thousand. You know, paid a thousand dollars. But if you bet, if you split that up into fifty cent tickets, then after the fact. No, before. Oh, before. Oh, I got you. Okay, so you're only getting you're back four hundred to one on a. On a fifty cent ticket, but you're getting back, you know, two thousand to one or a thousand to one on a two dollar ticket. Wow. So you got to be careful out there. You know, look, wouldn't it be great to have that, that those problems? You're a schemer man. Uh, don't miss uh, our iHeartRadio Music <laughs> Festival next Friday and Saturday at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Great seats are just released and available for a limited time at access.com. A X S. A is an apple, X is an x-ray, S is in Sam.com, and you could win, you know? You could actually win some dough.
And then we also have tonight the Dodgers take on the Mariners in Seattle. First pitch is at 7 p.m., an hour and three minutes from now. Listen to your uh, every Dodger game in HD on the iHeart, the free iHeart Radio app. Live from the Galpin Motors broadcast booth. Keywords, AM570 LA Sports. So, there you go. Listen to Dodgers tonight. Or watch them on TV or listen to them on the radio. Do something. But follow the Dodgers. They're exciting to watch. And uh, we're coming down to the end of the season. I think there's only 17 games left in the Dodgers season. Something like wow. that. And then it's playoff time. Playoff time for the Dodgers. If the Dodgers missed the playoff, it would be it would be a, a, a wild implosion. I think their magic number is three, two or three or four. It's very low. Very, very low. Um, we have time. No, we're always out of time. All right. We'll do another hour then. Um, but man, oh man, it flies by. Just flies by. No? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Belly was shaking her head. Put her <laughs> head, she put her head down on the desk and it's like a it. shake of head of disappointment. Yeah. It's like uh Yeah. What do you see in there, Belly? Are you seeing anything good for the future for the next hour? Uh not really. No? <laughs> what do you see on the on the uh, you see anything in there? I see me leaving early. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Okay. All right. We're live on KFI AM 640. Conway Show On Demand on the iHeartRadio app. Now, you can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 4 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.